Hello, folks. Welcome. Do you know what it's like? Do you have any idea what it's like to hold yourself hostage? To hold yourself hostage completely. You know what it feels like to be the one holding yourself hostage. Tired can to not be able to call out for help because as a hostage, you can't call out for help. You're at the mercy of the person who's holding you hostage. Hello, folks. It's Rico Ross coming at you live today with another beautiful jam-packed episode. I believe this is episode B18, because we are on B16, and then B17, so it must be 18. Like, this is either episode 17 or 18. Either way, we fucking, we, we fucking it, we fucking with it. If 17 or 18, we fucking with it. That's the motto, so let's, let's go with this one. What I was talking about initially, I was kind of being a little over-dramatized there when I first came in with the hold yourself hostage thing I was I was gonna be a lot more rambunctious and make crashing noises and do this and do all that but now people my housemates are up and well it doesn't really matter but if they're right outside the door I don't want to sit there and cause too big of a fuss and they'll be like in here screaming but I wanted to get you in the mind of how frustrating it could be to hold yourself hostage and if you know what that's like, ooh, let me alliterate and alliterate. Let me explain myself a little bit. So, let's frame a mind here. You got, you're, there's two types of people. Just like a pool. Shallow, deep. And there's that little bit of mid-range where when you're like about to go really far into the deep end, but you're still on your tippy toes. And then, and then it's like, oh, but then you're about to get your nostrils cut off by the water. So then boom, you have to realize there's a point where you're finally off your tippy toes and to keep you any, all your nostril and mouth above water, you will no longer be at that depth. You will no longer be able to be on the tippy toes. So there's two options that happen here. People will. Say, nope, it's not, if my toe ain't on the ground, I can at least feel at least one toe on the ground. This is where I'm done. Or you have people who say, okay, I'm going to use m- my body to completely keep myself up. And in the pool, just one tippy toe difference doesn't seem too dramatic. But it's really the difference between shallow and deep. Because when it's shallow, you can have your feet on the ground and still breathing. When it's deep, it's, well, that, when someone says something is deep, that means to go there is going to require complete use of your faculties, your senses, if you will, your faculties and same. There's a point where sometimes you're in too deep, cause we're in too deep, baby. I'm in too deep, like just way into stuff too deep. And by the time you realize you're in too deep, you're in too deep, cause it's in too deep. But then there's sometimes when you know like you're making a conscious effort to go that deep. You you know that doing that is a complete choice. It's not some unbeknownst, uh, oh my gosh, I said um, because I'm sitting here thinking about too many, I have like three different thought trains, let me just get back to one here, so you can focus on what I'm talking about. So when I was talking about the deep, when you, there's a point where in every person's day-to-day life, I'm sure, there's like, I'm going to choose to go deep or I'm choosing to stay shallow to some aspect of something. But 
we can nitpick every fine detail of where people are going deep and shallow but let's 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 take a step back here and we're going to look more at a worldly sense a global kind of big picture-esque kind of mindset here are you entirely a shallow deep entity or are you a deep entity we're going deep folks i people talk about purpose What's your purpose? Like if it's some career title. My purpose is to be a top level executive. That is my purpose in life. Is to be a great teacher and coach. Man, all that sounds so fucking gay. Cookie cutter and gay. Am I, am I to help people? It's my purpose. No, it's not. That sounds like those people worry me, if anything. Because no, they're just, they're just your basic People who just want a little, just a normal good life, which is fine. They just know that they're smarter than the masses a little bit, so they just have to be just a little bit smarter and then just treat people nice and then use other people's success to then obviously get theirs, which is still pretty cool. That was where I was at for a long time. Just be like, okay, if I'm going to have to live on Earth, I'm going to have a good time while I'm doing it. But then it was a little deeper than that as well, where it's purpose my purpose, so, so it's because it's like, do you have, do you, like, maybe you find, people try to judge, or, not even judge, but judge, but I don't say that as a negative term, I say just as a definition, try to judge people and gauge and understand them and empathize with them and sympathize with them, I'm sure, by what they're saying, what they're doing, what they're giving off emotionally, physically, whatever humans give off, people are constantly reading that and trying to assess what the fuck you're going through based off of verbal signals, emotional signals. And then, and then, so you're using any kind of information, data, if you will, or clues that, or personality traits or whatever you want to call it, that you seep out or slip ups or in your personalities or habits or anything and then try to figure that person out. And My purpose, I would say, I was thinking about this last night because I, that's something I struggled with for many years. I said, like, what's your purpose, man? You got to find a purpose. And even to this day, if you were to say, oh, what's your purpose? As far as career goes, I would just say entrepreneur, I guess, entrepreneur or pimp, porn star, professional side nigga. So many things. I could, the list I can go on for days on what my career purpose is, I guess, like, why do you, but I think it goes a little deeper. I was conceptualizing like just a few hours ago was, my purpose, my day, why do I stay here? Because as I'm going through whatever I'm going through last a couple hours ago, it's like, why do you put yourself through all this? Whether it be good or bad, right? What are we going through this for? Is there a purpose out for this? Well, and this was like really just being introspective, really looking deep, like going, combing memories of life, like the core, as I do, I can do this process almost instantly, you know, or maybe a couple hours, but it seems almost instant. I do, when you go through these, core processes of combing your main memories throughout life that you consider your big life changers, the things that you you gain power from, the things that you weaken from. So I combed so many things. Like, what are your purposes? Because up until this podcast episode, it was going to just be a blank statement. Like, oh, my purpose is to be just probably what I just mentioned before, help people or make others just some cookie cutter Earl Nightingale answer. Some teller secrets, some IBM givers gain paragraph and the summary. Just, I'm going to help other people. As long as you're helping other people, you'll always get what you want. That would have been my purpose. But everyone knows that Rico Axe is way, way more deep than that. I'm a bit sociopathic as well, so it really doesn't have much to do with other people. Although, just the givers gain theory is actually quite sociopathic, if you think about it. So I don't actually mind it, but at the same time, that's not my goal. Most people think, because that is really the key to success, givers gain. If anyone doesn't know, if you just want to be, if you just don't want to take the madness route, you just want to clear-cut business, execute high-effective, intelligent strategy, givers gain. The concept of helping others accomplish their dreams, and then in turn, they help you accomplish yours to be selfless in business or in life, to give. I ran the opposite way with it, but I'm, it took me a couple of hard prospecting years and a lot of variable experiments in my own life to realize that giver's gain is one of the universal laws of the universe. 
it's a universal law of power. I don't know if that's in the book, the 48, is it 48 laws of power? Or is it the 50? I'm not exactly sure. It's 48 or 50 laws of power by Robert Greene, I believe was his name. I'm sure that's in there, that that is one of the rules givers can. But just because that's one of the rules of the laws of the universe doesn't mean I have to abide by the law. Fuck the law. Speaking of which, people, I'm going to completely stop my rant of purpose. I will get back to it. I'm going to put a pin in it. Bloop. Pin in the purpose talk. I want to tell you, since we mentioned fuck the law, I go through, there's so many like millisecond micro events that happen in my day-to-day life that I would love to just deep venture into process theory with you guys with and really paint vivid pictures. But then... I would never stop recording. So I have a lot of things I always want to say. I would love to share this with someone. But a lot of things, I just chalk it up to the fucking bucket and toss it in there. Especially since I want to start this 18 episodes in out of what I would perceive to, for if it were to be a more accurate assessment of my mind, at least, just not at least one a day, at least minimum. But for most effects, I would at least need one half through the day and one at the end of the day to really capture what's going on, like the amazement of how every day is just like, not like many of the others, even if it does seem to be like the others, because that's what happens. So now we're going on to our second pin, because now I'm putting a pin on the thing that I was going to, watch. I stopped my purpose talk for, because I'm now I'm going to finish up, continue on in this new whole thing and say, that's where most people, it's almost... It's one of those things, because damn, they had to explain the pin thing. But, so I was going to mention, see, I'm going to put it back here for us. I got myself all flustered while I'm on live with you guys. So, the, the second pin thing, the thing that I was, sorry, I was going to mention that after everything, the most recent thing I was going to mention had something to do with the book, The Alchemist. And had something to do with, because at first I was talking about purpose. And then I was talking about, what the hell is it talking about, folks? I sat there and ran myself in the little loop here, but I'll get it back. So I was talking about purpose, and I said, hold on, we'll, we'll put a pause on purpose. Now I just need that second clue. What the hell was Why did I put the pin in that? Because then I was, I didn't, I never released the secret right, right? So then I was kind of building up to it. And then I pinned that in the buildup, in the middle of the buildup. Oh, I definitely wonderful. Pulled it back. That was still pretty quick. I'd say under a minute was, I was, to be accurate with my recordings of if I already get my thoughts. And so now this is the boom. Now I have now I remembered the thing, the second thing. Now can I remember the third thing, the last thing? Because I still don't, but it's because I was sitting there remembering the second thing. So now I remember that I was talking about that, about, and I just had it back a second ago, folks. The damn. So now we're going to jump back to the first one, but this is how you pull something back if you want to remember instead of just like, Give and say, ah, forget it, I'll let's just keep talking, we'll maybe we'll remember it later or not. If you want results, this is how you could sit there and train your mind to get it back 100% of the time. So jump back to the first thing. I was talking about purpose. And then uh, now I just pulled back the second thing. Remember that, because what I'm doing is I remember the first thing, purpose, like, that's the very first clue that started, and then I put the pin in that. And then I, if I draw a blank, it's like, okay, let's go back to the first clue, the first pin. The old, even if it's usually just one word, like what's one word I talked about in the last 10 minutes? Just one word. Give me fucking one word at least. If you can remember one word at least, then you, that's all you can, that's all I need really is usually to at least get my investigation of reclamation started. And it's usually pretty instantaneous. I would say under 10 seconds, usually I could completely lose train of thought and pew, train this process and it gets me right back within 10 moments because of how period i've gotten it so i remember that and so the second thing and i'm st- i'm so confident that i'm not going to forget it now because i've remembered it twice that i'm going to still hold it off in mystery as i pull back so now the third thing is interesting what the fuck was the third thing i was going to talk so i remember i was going to talk about because i was talking about purpose and i was talking about that and then, oh, and then so bam, the third thing. So I'm putting the pin in the second thing. I mentioned something about the alchemist, and that is some people, when you see the alchemist, the book alchemist says, 
that some, some people they see other every in the same city that don't move or see the same people every day so that they do see the same people every day the people that do see the same people every day that sometimes that when you see the same people every day sometimes you think that life is the same every day because you see the same people every day and that that is a great mistake because not any day is the same not two days are the same and sometimes that is the in the alchemist the book was saying that is the, one of the consequences of seeing the same people every day is that it can fool you into believing that every day is the same when truly none are the same and that every day offers something beautiful and mysterious if you just know if you just go looking for it that people who just get lost in these habits and routines are just failing to realize that they are lost in that loop so boom, that's the little, so now I jump back to the second pin. So the other day I was like, fucked a lot because I, just yesterday, actually, I went to the liquor store and I go every day, every, like, oh, every day, cause even if it's not for liquor, just for my daily beverage, I go get a, get a couple pints of water, a couple of shooters, boom, boom, 99 brand shooters, got the flavors, pick a couple of three flavors for the day, boom, 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 get some water. So I go every day. Never have my D because I go every day. They know me as the owner and his two sons. They're interesting. They're light-skinned Middle Eastern. I'm trying to look at my world map here. Where do I think they're from? It's interesting because they're they're definitely not Russian. They're heading more east. They're heading more towards India. They're probably Pakistanian, if I were to say, if guess that thing. But they seem too light to be Afghanistanian. Iranian seems a little dark, too. Definitely don't seem like Saudis. Could be Yemen. I don't even know about Yemen people. I never even fucking thought about Yemen people. What's up with Yemen? Gulf of Aden? Oh, I have to definitely go back and put, check out Yemen. So, yeah, I think I'm going to ask them now. See? But if I were to guess completely based on just my dealing with them as a random customer of their store, I would say they're probably... What did I say? They're either... Kazi, they're either Turkey, they're Turkish, they're either Turkish or Uzbekistan, or, what is that last thing I just said, Pakistani, so they're either Pakistani, they're either from, yeah, or somewhere in that, so they're like some kind of into that, like, Afghanistan, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan-ish area between Europe and Asia, and I just hear the language and hear the music they play. And so that's where I gained my assessment from and their, fe their actual features. They're, they're very powerful people there. They seem, that's why I think they're a little more up that way too, because they get that, there's a bit of European in them. So they're about Middle Eastern European, which just seems about Turkey. I, mean, I bet you they're Turkish. Just based off my reading of their little social micro, micro cues. The reason I bring that up, though, is because I go there every day and there's never a problem. Well, some random guys that were there yesterday, some, like, I guess it must be the family of theirs, behind the counter, you know what the fuck, the guy was running late, the guy, the kid, the son of the owner who usually works there, a cool young guy, about my age, I'm late 20s. He's usually there and he, we see each other every day, so it's never a problem. And it's not, nothing for me to come get my ID, but it's, I'm quite lethargic sometimes i don't want to have to go run home and this guy didn't obviously know me and i knew as soon as i realized that he was gonna take my order yesterday that i didn't have my dinner but i wanted a little bit of vodka so i went up to him and i just asked him for it i was like i'm just gonna go ahead and not let's just not talk about the elephant in the room just see what happens but and he's like well but then he called the elephant he's like well you know you're your D, right and i'm like man listen i was like you're not here normally yeah, you guys are normally here. I come every day. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't have my ID, but I come here every day. And he's like, well, I, and I was like, but it, it's not that big a deal. Because he was, he was definitely not going to sell it. I'm, I'm sure I could have got him to in theory, but it was like he was, he was definitely uh, did not want to. And I was like, he, he then explained immediately when he was like, well, the other guy, his response to my request was well the other guy that normally is going to be here is will be here in five minutes and i said sure five minutes since he said that i was that made me even more elated because it's like well i can if anything just 
scream at the shadows outside in the front of the nursery store for five minutes. I can do that for five minutes. So five minutes, if it's really coming, well, that, I don't have to sit there and go all the way, ride back home, which it wouldn't take. That'd probably take, I could make it home probably on three kicks, three full kicks of my leg coasting. That's how powerful my kicks is, and I have routes and gravity play. Sometimes it's interesting how far I can get off a single kick on my skateboard, just playing with my body weight and momentum. I will go for a long time sometimes. It's pretty trippy. Well, so I said, okay, I'll wait five minutes for him, whatever, whatever. Thank you, sir. I'm not going to trip. But then some guy that he was working with, some underling of his, some other guy, so now it's like some random older family member, some cool older Middle Eastern guy. And then some like guy my age, a little older, maybe five years older than me, a Mexican guy. Thought he was all, you know, you could tell it's just some yup. Thought he was being all cute. He was like, oh, you know, it is the law as I'm walking out. But I still purchased my water because I was going to buy my water. And then a couple, I was going to buy a little thing of Amsterdam vodka. And he was just. But I cut up. I was very small. I was like, you know what, man? No worries. I come every day. I, I actually told the guy on the counter. I was like, I actually did not expect this. And this is interesting because uh, I don't get, I like to train myself to not get frustrated when things don't go my way unexpectedly as a habit. And I'm not going to, I'm not upset whatsoever. This is definitely unexpected. I did not expect you to be here. I expected the usual, but this, I will embrace this because it is so rare. And thank you. And I'll just wait for the next guy or whatever. And then, so I was, but I acted polite, but inside I was like, what the fuck? Because I don't like him. It's not going my way, obviously. But it doesn't mean I have to throw a tantrum. I could behave myself. And so I was acting very graceful. But the, the other guy misread that as I was, I don't know, retarded or something because he did not read it right. I was just being polite to the guy on the counter. Like, I understand you don't want to eat this, like, five minutes. Cool. Fuck it. Damn. But then the guy walking out, some random dude who don't know me, is just like, wait, is it law? It's, it's a law. I was to myself, fuck the law. Just loud as hell. Not in scream, but right under scream. Yeah, I said, fuck the law, just solemnly. Because honestly, like, dude, fuck the law, really. I said, fuck the law. And he just like, what? I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I just, like, I was cussing. As I, was, as I kept walking, and I was like, give a shit about the fuck. I was going to start, and then I was, my mind went to Nazis and stuff. And, but I didn't mention it. There's nowhere near my worth of mentioning anything like that. But in my mind, I was like, just calling all the As soon as he said that, I was just thinking all the reasons why I wanted to just argue with him about why I fucked the law. I was like, that's like, because in reality, because he was trying to say, well, you know, I'm not sure. It would have been better if I just got my shit and went home happy. Like, fuck you. What are you talking about? So he, he, yeah, he got me not to happy Rico, which is, which he deserves. Don't tell it. Obviously something didn't go my way right now. Don't try to make me feel better by saying it's the law. Fuck your law, dog. So that was, I just wanted to mention that about, because I was talking about laws of the universe and sometimes you gotta say fuck the law because that's what I did when it came to purpose. When it comes to purpose, my, so now all this has been leading up to what I'm going to declare publicly right now that if I were to declare a purpose, this is where my head's at with it right now is I am not aiming towards a purpose. I am living. I am a purpose. Rico rocks my, this, the voice in which you're perceiving somehow right now, the core, the core, core, my mouth is having curator, the curator and orchestrator of these echoes and vibrations of space-time reality perception is my purpose. I believe that because there's, I play it out in my head. Any scenario, it's like, whoa, if you're, this, you're feeling in whatever madness and I'm in, okay, what if, what if you got this, how would that make you feel? Oh, if you got your job, would that make you feel happy? They don't okay. Like, and I play that out. If you got this, but there's nothing I, I'm aiming for. There's not, I had what my day to day purpose, like what my true, when I could see myself as an 80 year old man and like, damn, I'm glad I spent 80 years doing that. That purpose was crazy. What is to embody what I am right now and to, to, I know, like I said, it would take all the episodes for you to understand, but folks, it's deep, folks. So deep. And I think that is the purpose for me. That is my purpose, is to be able to not only to just be, swim that deep into the abyss, because that alone is enough, that right there was enough. But then it's one thing to 
become so good at it that you make it look easy, which is then a bonus, which they're both bonuses. It's all the, the purpose. There's it's all the same tier of if you can get any of the set. It's it's like if you go to Chuck E. Cheese and it's like the top shelf toy for the 20,000 tickets, but everything up there, anything on that top shelf is 20,000 tickets. Anything on that up there with the embodying this persona and this understanding, curating this lifelong mindset and honing and sharpening it, not just being a body that lives and grows old, but to see how long you can, to see if it's possible to maintain such a thing as Rico Rock and maintain it. And as long as I can, I will. I'm sure. But that's my prayer. I feel like I push the boundaries in so many aspects of my well-being and my psyche and this and that. And it's like that is the purpose of it for me is to not only push myself to these depths of very, very little safety net and pre so, so, so this is uncharted territories we're going into here. I'm going into the darkness and just hoping there ain't a boogeyman in there with and to me. That's enough right there because when I find in that darkness, what I, the, the boogeyman that was in there, if there was a boogeyman and there is a boogeyman right here with me, but it's not the boogeyman, it doesn't look like what you think it does. And that's what I found by diving deep. That I could, and sometimes I am illiterate or when you can't express yourself, you can't even talk, you're just fried out in the mind, vegetative, vegetative mental comatose. To where if I never was able to explain any of this, that would still be worth it. I feel the cost of what it might, like the cost might take or how risky it is or comparatively to the, to the not diving deep to have that tippy toe still in that metaphorical pool to not to swim with the sharks. But then that right there is already fulfilling. And that's why I live. That's my purpose. But now to Still do that, and then to have, be able to translate that into a form like this, where we where rocks can just put it out there and really show up the because everyone thinks I'm dumb and crazy, and then I could take the and still outsmart and outdo the normal people's people, and I'm completely dove in into the madness. So what is that? Uh, that that is a double bonus. Now that's just two. I mentioned of the many things that build up this Rico Rock's purpose, which is to find something deeper in this perception adventure called life, and then B to not then not only survive and survive that while I can, and just and be all of that, but then to boom, be a guy who able to maintain it and handle it and then carry it with my other brethren that do the same or to just show people that it's whatever the fuck I'm showing you guys. So that's where it gets a little deeper. If you're going to be a deeper person or if you're going to be a shallow person, that is where when I was mentioned way earlier, if it's going to be a deep or shallow, that's a decision. So I think that is where holding yourself hostage was coming from because In a sense, the little scared boy wants to stay in the shallow, but then the person taking him hostage is taking him to the danger and holding him there. And now the person who didn't want to be held hostage is living in that environment. See, a lot of people always are worried about saving the person who is in hostage or freeing them or getting them away from the person that is holding them hostage. But what I've realized in my own line of thoughts is what I've felt to really put a spotlight on is the continuous changing of decisions in reality perception per new information in any little piece of information new like the sky if the sky turned red today from now on every night turned red just that one new thing everything in your life would be judged different now everything would your entire paradigm would shift 
And I think it's a, that is a paramount level of power there. So everyone's like, oh, we gotta, the, the kids hostage. Like, think of, I want to sit there and peer into the kid, to the person. Now we're still talking about, it's all metaphorical, holding myself hostage here, but let's not paint the vivid picture. So let's say you're in the room being held hostage. The, I want to look into deeper translating the processes of the, the time, the real time, transformation of the one being held hostage because there's processes that happen there it's like initially oh no something is happening to me in which i am not really expecting so that's i'm taking hostage hey oh yeah now i'm a hostage so that, whether you perceive that beneficial or not but there's like oh this is unexpected because or else you wouldn't be a hostage i'm sure no one really expects to be a hostage i don't think it's like a very little bit of people are hostage on purpose i'm sure it does happen but very little bit. So that's the exception. And then, but then this is, this is what happens next is there's that point of where hope where they can, they know that there's anything they can endure, any kind of thing that's happening right now because they're being held hostage and they're at the mercy of the hostage taker, but that somebody's going to come get them. And so this is going to be all over short enough. And if they can just hold on, it'll all be over soon. But then, Let's say you have someone who's a really good hostage taker, like Rico Rex. And so now it's like, uh oh. No one even can get to to the guy who's the initial the initial mindset, I guess, would be the the boy mindset. It's like because the hostage is so good, the hostage taker is so good that there's he's just not slipping up in any to like he's got the mouth taped up, hands tied up. In a basement, a hostage, just no one could hear you. Here, I'll scream with you. Ah, somebody help. And mocking the hostage at that point, just like, oh, see, can't you get it? No one can hear you. So I'm thinking of Eminem's Kim. And, but then, so now, if you're with me still, the process of that person being held hostage right there, boom, I feel like that gets overlooked. The transformation from not expecting to be taken hostage, being held hostage, then having hope and just thinking, oh, something's going to come back to some sense of normalcy soon, and then boom, the next day. No one's coming. No one can, or it's going to be, but then, see, that's the more shallow. I'm going to go a little deeper. What is that person seeing while they're being held hostage? Now, when I first started the episode, I was talking about how do you know, do you know what it's like to feel yourself, hold yourself hostage? Now put frame here, hostage. You got someone holding you against your will initially. But at the end of it, you could not necessarily be a hostage. You could turn a hostage into a partner real quick. A hostage is a hostage, but a hostage doesn't have to stay a hostage. I'm a, I'm a hostage, but I'm not through the process all the way yet. I'm still at the hostage stage, but it's in its, and that's the process in which I'm really about to deeply, deeply immersed into right now, which explains to you is just, so while the, the small line of time between, oh, I think that this is some crazy thing happening and things will go back to, or like, whoa, now that I actually sit here and think and I'm watching this, like, holy crap, I'm putting a bunch of stuff together and thus is a whole new person. Because they know there's not that they, because either whether it be they lost hope or whether they got inspired by some new random ambition during their small time being hostage, something has changed within them. And I don't think people realize that. So it's like right after someone gets saved from being hostage, you're like, oh, let's look at why and who did it. I want to look very closely, moment to moment, real time event perception consequences or exactly what you said consequences because man that is a that's a it's a brainwash is what it is it depends on who's being the hostage guy but so that's why if you're being held hostage by your mind you're not alone folks i'm being held hostage right now currently but this is the thing my hostage guy is so powerful I I am now not even I'm borderline not, I'm still a little bit of a hostage but I'm doing it in such a smooth way that it's no one could really tell how big of a cry for help this probably is but it's okay because 
don't break the cocoon open before the butterfly is done evolving, right? But my hostage, Rico Rocks, my hostage taker, is so advanced to this perception psyche that is reverberating to your ears right now that I'm even confident enough to let this come out on how the hostage concept in theory is because most people would be like, oh, well, obviously you need help them, but it's like, well, it's almost, by the time you're reading this, Rico Rocks, that's actually one of my first, my first mixtape. If you're reading this, Rico Rocks, because by the time you're reading it, it's already the very next words that follow Rico Rocks, baby. And, but it's, uh, the process is rough, and, and since I can, by the time you guys hear this, and by the time anyone will ever try to get to me, it'll probably be too late. Let me let you in on a moment, folks. So the process, it's, it's, it's a great one. It's a powerful one from hostage to partner or friend of that person who took you hostage. Because what if you got taken hostage and all of a sudden you started really getting to know the hostage guy, just watching the mannerisms and, and watching everything unfold and watching the responses to the things, everything, just watching and, and just watching the person, watching the hostage taker that took you showed you something. Something that was missing. Something, something, it just sh- paradigm shift, paradigm shift, rather. And that's what it is, but it's a, it's a grueling process at that initial when you're going from normal citizen, didn't expect to get hostage to boom, now I'm being held, being shown, and things I don't, and when I can't have no say in it, and really it's just pretty much at the wheel of this other entity, metaphorically. And that process, it's, and that's why there's the tape on his mouth, and that's why there's that rope on his hands, because he would scream and he would run the initial mindset psyche that came into this whole scenario. But Rico Rocks, in my, to myself here, I held myself, I'm holding myself hostage, Rico, I don't know how we all don't lame this, because then you can start getting into trying to break down what kind of mental I have, but we're just going to say it one of the random many ways you could say it, which I don't like to say, but I'll just say I. I think I is such a, I have a weird time with the word I for some reason. I think I is a powerful spell for some reason. Because it's so common and so mis, just thrown out there. Oh, I, 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 this, I, I, I. I think it's, it, it eludes people its power because it's so common. But as it were, the Rico Rocks that you're hearing right now. The world is Rico Rocks, sees it. It was a changing process from the initial guy. Tears and, and realizations and complete heartbreaks. Just being held hostage in here and, and breaking through the realizations no one's coming or they can't find me or maybe Rico Rocks is just that good. He won't let them. He's just that. He is, is a hostage without a hostage. It's, it's a, it was actually maybe the hostage. I just trying to verbalize the prize for the hostage because the hostage would need some kind of trade, right? Well, money wasn't it, career wasn't it, it's something else was it, and I think that is where the purpose lies in, says Rico, I held myself mentally hostage until I realized that I wasn't my purpose, and I, to how I get there, it's, oh my fucking God, folks, it's madness, it's complete fucking madness, and it's complete fucking madness sometimes. So, I want to end it here, but I'm going to go ahead and, of course, just nail the point right in with a, a story, an example of a madness. Just a small glimpse, just to, like, <laughs> pardon me, folks. <clears throat> small glimpse. Small glimpse into, look at me, you tell me just what you see. Am I somebody you can love or enemy? Listening to all the sounds of madness and I hope they keep repeating themselves in my head. Now that I can say anyone who was searching at the very last thing there was Kid Cudi's solo dolo. Wanna give a big, big Rico Rock social suicide big episode 18. Shout out to Kid Cudi. Big Kid Cudi for sure. The one when I first started the journey ten years ago, that was my first year out. One of the first main albums, Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon, 
one of the top 10 albums ever I've ever listened to. As far as the whole album experience goes, amazing. It's a life. It's a paradigm shifting album called Man on the Moon by Kid Cudi. That is on Mad. I believe he's on Mad. No, not Mad. What's it? Good music is on Good, wasn't it? I thought he was on Good. <laughs> I believe that's good music. But let me tell you, folks, that song Solo Dolo is some music. Go f- listen to the song Solo Dolo, folks. Anyone who's younger, anyone who's my age, I'm late 20s, more than likely is messed if they're into hip hop, rap. No, that album very thoroughly. That was the, came around day and night was on that. But that was just like when Kid Cudi got hit the scene, but that whole album is so sick. You got Solo Dolo on there. You got Simple As, Simple As That, which is Simple As. You got so many. You got Mr. Rager. That one's alright. You got so many ones. Oh, you got so, there's the whole, it's like, more great ones than not, let me tell you. So I'm not even sitting trying to name them because there's so many. But I could just shit, keep, I could just pretty much, there's maybe like one or two that are decent and then the rest are just flawless. Where it's normally one or two amazing and then like ten bad ones. This one has like two bad ones, if that, I mean, to my perception. And then ten amazing, oh my god ones, which is really rare considering. It's, it is quality album, folks. And just to digress on that, I'm going to just leave it off with one more line from that song. Is She says, what does Kid Cudi say? He says, I close my, he said, I, when I close my, I, I close my, he's like, I'm floating through paradise. When I close my eyes, sets, oh, he said, put haters gargle on my mayo. He says, haters gargle on my mayo. Set sail on my ship. Set sail, haters goggle on my mayo, I'm setting sip on my sail, just something so amazing like that. And then, since I, I messed that one up, I'm gonna just say, from a different song on there called TGIF. I'ma make these niggas think I lost my mind, I'm the only nigga that can watch the sun and not go blind. Another beautiful line from that album, so anyone go check that out. And furthermore, as I'm giving out shout outs, I'm on Spotify, Google, Podcast. Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Alexa, a bunch of platforms. Podbean.com is my main host. Follow, comment, get this out. Share your boy. IvoryCoRocks.com, please come. Email me at RicoRocks221 at gmail.com. Network with me, folks. It might be the... might be the catalyst who knows it's those little moments that can change everything is that one ripple effect as i mentioned to go that tippy toe a little deeper deep come in with me folks come in with me but just tell the story i know i have some example of where you have to go just a little deeper than the shallow end i have many 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 but i want to make sure we give off a crispy one here so let me see, I know I've jotted a couple down, like, things that I thought about within the last couple hours, that just in case, I wanted to at least touch point on, and I haven't yet. I looked at the paper once, so I want to at least get one of my previous jotted notes in here, folks. So give me two momentitos. Oh, we could do a word of the day quick as well. Yes, folks, we have plenty of going on for the second half of this big episode 18. Let me make sure we're still recording. Yes, we are still still popping in the parking lot, folks. And like I said, one more thanks to Podbean. I'm doing my first actual live, even though I say every episode I'm coming at you live. This is Rico Rocks from Social Suicide Podcast coming at you live, folks. Thank you for being here. Excited to be here. Tony entered the live studio. Hello, Tony. My first person ever. Or my first Tony. It's just a random person. I don't know. I'll continue. I was just almost forgot because this is just how I record my normal process. And then I'll just upload the entire file. But So, as I go, the word of the day, we will be policy. So, policy is the word of the day. And I know the word of the day, most people do some word that you haven't used before and some try to get you there and try to incorporate new language, which I do. My first word of the day was visceral. 
can't take that away from me. I've been using it a lot more and it actually makes a lot of sense. It's a great word to use in a sentence, but I'm actually really getting off on defining and really getting into everyone words that are misused or not understood in that are used a lot and that maybe could be used a little better. So policy is, I feel like a word that's mysticism. It gets, you have policy. Oh, we can't do it. It's policy. You got so much. I do not like policy. Do not like police that much. I like peacekeepers. I don't like policy enforcers. So I was like, you know, instead of being a person who just gives myself everything I like, I'm going to look into the things I don't like, which is policy. It's not very negative things come up for me when I think of policy, obviously, because policy has only been used for negative and towards me, which is just, it's some kind of restrictive thing. It's just, oh, it's some, oh, we can't do this. It's, it's just, oh, it's almost like, oh, we're going to treat you like crap because it's pop, but it's positive. But let's, I think it's being, I think there's something about that word doesn't sit well with me. So let's see why. See what the definition of policy is. Because it could, like, see, it could be true. Because if the definition is something really different than what most people are using it as in, then I'm not crazy. So let's just see, pole, pole, pole. So if you're a pole, you're native of Poland, you pole, Polak. I usually call him Polak, but if you're from Poland, you're a pole. You're not, you're not a Polish. You're not Polish. You're pole. I don't know. You're from Poland. You're pole. I'm a pole. Pole. I'm a pole dancer. Policy right here. Boom. And then she came up. It said, "See police." I knew it. And that's another thing. Somebody a long time ago mentioned to me that police just translates to policy. It's like the policy enforcers are the government. The government goons are the police or the policy enforcers. They don't care about the citizens. They don't serve and protect anything but the policy. And that's why they are the police. And it says right here in the dictionary, Webster's Dictionary, policy. First thing it says, noun, PL, periods, policies, and then CLS, and then parentheses, C, police. Damn. Oh, and then it says, wise or prudent management. Okay. Any governing principle plan. Okay, so I, there's nothing too bad so far. That is exactly what most people have been using it as. But I think it's just what they call wise is my definition of wise is two different things. But then, proof, a written insurance or contract. It's a policy. So I don't know policy. I guess it's not too satir- satirical. It's not the way I'm looking for it. It's not too... Hidden with malintention. I know there's a word for that. Nefarious, I think, is the word. Some kind of nefarious stuff going on. But I don't. I'm just getting familiarized with the word, so I'm have, might be not be using it correctly. But it seems like policy can it actually checks out. It is just really. It is the rule for just. Oh, that is the policy. It's just the way to say rule, I guess, or it is the the procedure is the policy. But why police? I'm curious. Let me look now that I'm in this area, police, because it did say see police when I did look up the word policy, and I was looking up the word of the day. So, word of the day. Let's look at police as well. Might as well. We use it enough. Let's let's see what the De- Webster's dictionary has to say is the word for police. Police, city, polis. Oh, okay, so polis, that's where it comes from. Nechop, like Nechopolis. French, pol, pa. So, oh, it's French city. Police must have came from French people. So this is an homage to the French, man. The French are an old country. They got the Statue of Liberty from the French. French fries. The word police. Damn French people. So we gotta go. What's going on in France? They got the Mona Lisa. Something's going on. The Da Vinci Code. There's, man, I gotta check into that again. France just reignite some stuff for me. Can't forget about France. France, most people, they, they talk with the accent. They, they, the accents throw people out. They try to just kind of fall into the, all these powerful ass secret nations have these really weird, little weak, kind of whimsical Stereotypes like you got the Jewish guy, you can just make money, but you don't touch that. And then you got the, you got the Italian guy, man. What you mean? You the, then you got the, the French guy. You got the French guy who did that for those. But really, they are maybe, maybe way older than we realize, and are being shrouded in so much esotericism. So let's continue with our definition of police, so we can get into our story for the episode. So it is a governmental department, clearly, a state for keeping order and investigating crime. 
So that's the first. So that's what the blank says. So when people don't go, that's the shallow what police means. But let's look at the same little number two because I feel like the first one is what it says on paper, but I don't. That's not the definitions don't really translate to me other as clearly as that because I think it says when it says right here it says to investigating crime. I guess it doesn't say all crime. It just says because they don't investigate their own crime to control. Protect. See, that's where it doesn't say. That's where on the card it usually says to protect. Says control, protect, etc. With police or the like. So they're policing it. So they're just saying what they're doing, and then they control. People do that. I mean, somebody's got to get the situation under control to control, protect. Oh, keeping a military camp clean and orderly. And I think that's the one where they're throwing the heat of military clean and orderly. I don't know, man. I think we're they're trying to keep people clean and orderly, I guess. So, I don't know. I'll get deeper as the time goes, folks. You're kind of just getting all this. I'm uncovering the more common words. I'm going to keep hoping for the, the big hit include to jump out at me, but it's it's going to pop out as it usually does. In the blind side, but sometimes things just don't really check out. So these words are, it looks like policy and police. They're not really magic evil spells, words, kind of, but they are used in very weak-minded ways by the police that have the policies. But it's okay. I'm, it's, Bob, I am just the observer. Rico Rocks comes to you as the narrative observer. With a little bit of frenzy. And I'm going to do three words of the day, I guess, because I happen as, as I'm just sitting here kind of rambling, flipping, I was just flipping pages, and then I, as I glance at the page, I see frenzy. So let's look at it. Frenzy. Frenetics. To friends. Does. Frenetis. See, that's why I actually, dictionary is actually entertaining because we just follow, I don't ever even know what that word is. So let's see here. Frenzy. Madness. Wild excitement. Brief delirium. Frenzy. Frenzy. Enrico F. Rocks and the F is for frenzy. But please don't befriend me. This shit ain't so friendly. I ain't your friend. See? Alright folks, I am going to cut that one. I'm going to say goodnight with that and thank you for stopping it and free your mind and see you guys next time. Please send me some money on my email or something. I don't know. Send me some drugs and shit. Alright, love ya. Free your mind. Bye. Free your mind. 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 Bye. And folks, that will put a wrap on our first one here. So how do we stop this live recording here? Bam. All right. So I'm still live, folks, it seems. I'm still, I don't want to hit the powers button and just end live show. Are you sure you want to end this live show? Yes. Free your mind. Kids, good night. Free your mind.